Hey, what is going on, everyone? And welcome back to Trivia Rewrites. It's the first episode of the new year, 2021. I am back from my little wedding and holiday vacay, that a little break that I took from the show. Missed recording with Demo, so I'm happy to be back and start the year off right. Yeah, it's like I never missed a day. There's a lot of stupid, unknowledgeable guesses that I give on this week's episode. So, hey, not much has changed as in, in the new year. But on this week's episode, we take a little bit of a step back past this just this most recent week, and we look at a little holiday music trivia. So if you're a fan of 80s pop music, well, we may just have a question for you. Also, with it being a new year, we did take a little bit of a time to reflect on 2020, and Demo asks me a handful of 2020 year-end trivia questions. A little bit of a shorter episode this week. We do not have a hot seat segment with it being the, the first of the year, just kind of getting back into the groove of things. However, if you do have a hot seat segment that you would like to suggest that we dive into, feel free to suggest those on either Twitter or email. Our Twitter is, as you know, at Trivia Rewrites, and then our email is TriviaRewrites at gmail.com. And uh, that's it for me. Uh, good to be back. Really looking forward to the new year. Hope everyone enjoyed their holiday times. But we are looking forward to the 12 months ahead of us. We are, we're trying to think of ways that we can maybe change the show. So if there's something that you would like to see, or I guess hear, please make sure to let us know again on Twitter at Trivia Rewrites, or our email is TriviaRewrites at gmail.com. And without any further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode of Trivia Rewrites. Welcome to Trivia Rewrites, where we look at how the news is changing trivia. Today is Wednesday, January 6th, 2021. I'm your host, Demo, and back from his long hiatus is my co-host, Hibbs. We're back, baby. Back in the saddle. Woo! How you feeling? Good. Do you have a relaxing uh, sabbatical? Honeymoon phase? Honeymoon? Did, yeah. Wasn't really a hunting to go anywhere. We spent three days in Breckenridge, Colorado. But um, it was good. Good little break. How Thanks. was your Christmas? Uh, it was good. My holidays were good. Christmas and New Year's both went well. Uh, we made it. We finally made it to 2021. Yep, everyone knows just turning the calendar page changes everything. That's right. You're a whole new person when you wake up January 1st. Right? Yeah. Your head a hurts groggy. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you understand. You got it. Yeah. You want coffee like you've never wanted a coffee before in your life. All of a sudden, McDonald's sounds like it's the best thing to ever happen. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't drink coffee. So for me, it's always, uh, I always like want a Coke, like a Diet Coke. <laughs> mm. No, I feel you. Yeah. Something cold. Uh, anyway, this Ooh, is a flippy. show. <laughs> sure. Why not? This is a show where we look at the weekly news and try to come up with some trivia questions about it. So whether there's a record that's been set or something's happened for the first time, uh, you might see that here. So uh, actually, to start us off, you have some This Day in History type trivia for us. Hibbs? I do. Relatively recent with this year's This Day in History. And I was thinking as I was going through and making these questions, or researching about them rather, was, uh, you know, as we this might be a new year, but this is, this is the second year of trivia rewrites. So we should probably be careful with some of these This Day in History. Make sure we don't repeat as we go on with the new year. So hopefully it doesn't happen. But on this day, 
1912, January 6, 1912, the 47th state is admitted to the Union. What state is this? Oh, boy. You're always asking me these. 47th. So, okay, it's not Alaska or Hawaii. That's correct. What what year? Sorry, 1912? 1912. Arizona? Ooh, close. New Mexico. It's New Mexico. There you go. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. It's okay. close. Breathe. Yeah. You I mean you were off by just feet, depending on where you are in New Mexico. January 6th, 1929. A woman known for her acts of servitude would arrive on this day in Calcutta, India, a place where, due to her willingness to provide aid, especially to the poor, she would soon be named the Saint of Calcutta after her death. Who was this woman who was so gracious in her efforts? Mother Teresa? That's correct. Mother Mm. Teresa. Did you say servitude? Yeah. I guess I've never heard. acts of servitude. Acts of servitude. I guess I would just say acts of service. I don't know. What's the difference? Between acts of service and acts of servitude? Well, what's the difference between service and servitude? I wonder if servitude is like your willingness to do it. Because service is a verb. Okay, servitude, it says... It's got to be like an adjective. It's a noun. Okay. Being It says the state of being a slave or completely subject to someone more powerful. Yep, that's that's correct. That's not what I meant. <laughs> the subjugation of property to an easement. Ugh, okay. Maybe there's like yeah, another definition. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. No, I've now that you like, I would just think as I was writing these questions, I was like, oh, yeah, access to like, Yeah, it's definitely, servitude definitely refers to like slavery. Yeah, ownership of them. So that's not Mother Teresa. All right, moving on quickly and smoothly. Uh, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to call you out. <laughs> No, no, no. Thank you for calling me out on it. I didn't even uh, that's, think about it. That's you read scary. the definition and I was like, oh, shoot. That is what that means. I was just writing it off and whatever. Any hoozle. <laughs> January 6th, 1947, a commercial airliner becomes the first of its kind to offer an around the world ticket. What airliner was this to offer it for the first time? So which like, uh, which company? Correct. Um... Pan Am was probably pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very absolutely correct. I am impressed with that one. A little tidbit for you. And then your final This Day in History question as we wrap up the very embarrassing Mother Teresa slavery mix-up. Uh, January 6th, 1974. Daylight savings time begins. Now, this is something that you know typically happens annually, so not that big of a deal. However, it was happened four months earlier in 1974 what happened in 1973 that caused the four month early commencement of daylight savings time okay so daylight savings time happened early in 1974 for some reason and you're asking Mm -hmm. me what the reason was that they did that correct something happened in 73 was there some like no (laughs) Oh, oh, there's a like an oil shortage. There you go. The oil oil energy crisis, whatever you wanted to. Yes. They because of that they implemented they uh did daylight saving time 4 months early that year, which sounds I mean, I'd be okay with it currently being in the northwest right now. I wouldn't mind an extra hour of daylight. But there you go. Hmm. The first this day in history of 2021 and it wouldn't be without me without some sort of terrible terrible error so 
good catch. And back to those round the world flights. I was curious, so I just mm-hmm. googled in the meantime. Sure. Uh, I wanted to see where the planes went. Ooh, like, yes. Where it stopped around the mm-hmm. world. So it went. They already had a flight from New York to San Francisco, and then it went San Francisco, Honolulu, and then from Honolulu it went to Midway Atoll, which is like out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And then it stopped in Wake Island, <laughs> which is another island in the Pacific, and then it stopped in Guam, <laughs> and then finally it got to Manila, capital of the Philippines, featured Hey-o. on a previous episode, and then it went Bangkok. Calcutta, where you would not find Mother Teresa enslaved, but rather serving the poor. There you go. And then that one went to Karachi, and then which is in Pakistan, and then Istanbul, London, Shannon, Ireland, and then Gander, oh, don't you know. Gander, Newfoundland, and then finally it came back to New York. <laughs> wow, they had to stop so many times. <laughs> Sounds... Like they couldn't even make it over the Atlantic. They had to stop in like Newfoundland and then go to Ireland because they couldn't even. It's a lot of time in an airplane seat. Yeah. I doubt anyone did the whole. Th- well, somebody probably did the whole thing, but. I'm sure someone did. Just the pilot. say they did it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, see, it didn't I, even I would... happen that way because they said they had one plane go one way and the other plane go the other way and they met in Calcutta. Hmm. So not even a pilot did the whole thing. Anyway, we're getting way off track here. I like those this day in history questions. Good discussion. Thank Uh, you. But now we're going to move on to the trivia rewrites portion of the show. So this is where we've looked at the weekly news and uh, tried to come up with some topical questions about it. So I've got several sports questions. So I'll I'll give you the first one here. Okay, cool. The Rose Bowl was not played in Southern California for the first time. Since what year the college football Rose Bowl, that is, featuring Alabama and Notre Dame this year. Not played in SoCal since what year? How long has the Rose Bowl been going on before I just like... Mm, Good question. Super, super guess. The first Rose Bowl, I believe, I don't have it in front of me, but I think it was 1902. Okay, so there could be a myriad of 20th century issues that put a pause on... The Rose Bowl. I'm going to guess like Vietnam War times. It is a war war event. A war event? Yeah. It's war related. Before or after Vietnam? Before. Before Nam. World War II? Like, yeah. So. Do, you, well, do you remember the date of a specific like uh, attack that happened that might have mm. put off the Rose Bowl? It's a day which will live in infamy, Hibs, if you know. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Uh, I mean, you're I'm close. Going... For, 1940s close. That's not correct. But Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 1938. So Pearl Harbor was attacked right. on December yeah. 7th, 1941. 41. I went the wrong so way. So the Rose Bowl in 1942, the next, like, right after, because that was in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, the federal government prohibited large gatherings on the West Coast for the duration of World War II because um, they feared uh, another attack on the West Coast. I mean, yeah, that's fair. So they moved the 1942 Rose Bowl to, you want to guess? <laughs> no, yes. Uh, 1942 Rose Bowl, they're afraid of attack on the West Coast. We just talked about in the Pan Am flights that they can't even cover Atlantic or Pacific Ocean. So I'm going to guess like Cotton Bowl, Dallas, just 
Get it somewhere in the middle. Good guess. They moved it to Durham, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, and the two teams featured were Duke, who made their second and last appearance that year, and Oregon State, who won their only Rose Bowl in 1942. Two very strange teams to appear in a Rose Bowl, but they did. I wonder, they did they hold it in Durham because that was close to Duke? They probably did, but I didn't read that far. That's all I got. That's about the... The Rose Bowl usually takes place in... Pasadena, like near LA. I'm I'm looking at the maps right now to see, like... I guess we don't have any, like, enemies on our West Coast. Or East Coast, I'm sorry, East Coast during World War II. Yeah, well, I think they were just, like, like Pearl Harbor just happened, so it was like they weren't really sure. You know, it was a big surprise attack from kind of a long distance. They were just being overly cautious, maybe, but... Interesting. Good to know. 1941. Sorry, Grandma. Two. Two? Well, because Pearl Harbor was right at the end of 41. Pearl Harbor was 41. And the Rose Bowl's in January. My grandmother was born six days after Pearl Harbor, which is why I said, sorry, Grandma. Yeah. That's why. Because I was was trying to remember what what her birth date, which is why I was doing the math in my head. So, um, I had a football one for you. Okay. Cam Newton made Patriots history this past weekend, becoming the first quarterback in franchise history to be on the receiving end of a touchdown pass. Uh, now, you know, of course, obviously, a, a quarterback being on the receiving end of a pass is rather rare, but it has happened in the, the history of the NFL. Can you name three other NFL quarterbacks that have recorded receiving yards? They don't have to necessarily be touchdowns, but oh, just... any receiving yard. Any receiving yards. Well... You say well, and I asked for three. Well, does it count um, the guy on New Orleans who sometimes plays quarterback no, for them? Okay, no, you want starters. You want That's starters. a good question. Yeah, I forgot his name, but I didn't. I yeah, well, didn't good thing him it wasn't like, him because I don't remember his name either. But he like he lines up like I saw a highlight reel of it was like New Orleans quarterback, but like you know, this, it's this whole YouTube video about how New Orleans quarterback catches receiving Taysom Hill. Yes, and it's like it's, but it's thrown by Drew Ble- Drew Brees, Drew Brees, and he lines up in the receiver position. So it's like no. Um. Oh, what about um? Yeah, he came up with a lot of. Is Nick Foles? I mean, <laughs> Nick he Foles did... is one. Okay. Yes, nice job. Um, I don't know. I'll just have to. I probably young people. I would guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Carson Wentz, maybe he did it. I don't know because he's on the Eagles and they do that sometimes. I don't have him listed. I don't. I'm not going to knock you okay. out. Okay, and it. then Jared Goff. How about him? Jared Goff. I don't just, have him. Just guessing young people. Just guessing sure. young people. So the list that I have on my research is Nick Foles. Nice job. Uh, <laughs> Josh Allen of okay. the Buffalo. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Okay. Uh, David Blow, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Blow. 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 Purdue yep. alumnus. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, then we know he blows. We have Andy Dalton of Cincinnati, uh, Blake Bortles of Jacksonville, wow. Drew Brees. Yeah. But when he was on San Diego. Oh. Uh, Marcus Mariota of Tennessee, Russell Wilson of the C- of Seattle Seahawks. Okay, there's a lot. I really botched this. Really botched this. There's many. Go ahead. And Go then ahead. Joe Flacco of Baltimore Ravens. Oh. All the quarterbacks with receiving. I did find it interesting when I did my research on this. It really does show how athletic. I mean, obviously, professional athletes are athletic. That's, that goes without saying. But it really shows how, like, just top-tier athletic all these guys are. Because it's always, like, 
Drew Brees, who ran track and field and played competitive soccer in high school and then was redshirted from the track field and college, caught a pass from so-and-so wide receiver who, you know, had a scholarship in college playing quarterback and then transitioned to wide receiver for the NFL. Like, it's, it's never just like yeah. the wide receiver didn't know how to throw a ball. It's like, no, these guys are just, they happen to be playing wide receiver but could play anything out there. But I thought that was interesting. But yeah, that's it. That's all. Cam Newton. Takeaway from that, Cam Newton, first and only Patriots so far in history to have um, a receiving touchdown. Uh, cool. Well, sticking with the NFL. Yes. Got one for you. A lot of questions on NFL. For the first time in NFL history, which AFC East team has swept the division? They've won all of their division games for the first time in history. First time in history? AFC East. So how good how good is your divisional knowledge here? How good is my directional knowledge? East. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's the coast that you're not on. Oh, yeah. Um I want to say like um, maybe the Cleveland Browns? Okay. Like the thought. They are not in the AFC East. Ah. That's the AFC North. Here, how about this? I'll give you all the teams and you just got to tell me which team swept the division. I'll do my best. Okay, we got Miami Dolphins, okay. New England Patriots, Buffalo Bills, New York Jets. First time in conference the, history? First time hey, ever that that team has swept the division. Well, not Miami and not New England, so I got 50-50 here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Bills. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets stink. Yes. But yes, it is the Buffalo Bills. There you go. And I was going to ask you it. to name the other teams, but that's out the window. You already did that for me. Yeah. But okay. I was kind of surprised because the Buffalo Bills were had a little run there where they're quite good in their like early to mid nineties. But I looked at all the records and they never. They always went seven and one or you know six and two. You know they never swept. Hmm. But now now there's less games. You only have to have six six games in your division, so it's easier, I guess. Okay. Last well, sports one. Oh, oh okay. Go well, for do it. you have more sports or no? I don't have any more sports. Okay, I was so going to ask if you want to change it up from sports, but let's just... Let's, let's just finish it and then... I got my phone finger on anyway, so let's just finish it up. Great. Becky Hammond has become the first woman to coach an NBA team after the ejection of which head coach? NBA head coach. It makes me so happy to say this, and it's Gregory Popovich. Greg Popovich. Fantastic coach. Of but the I San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio Spurs, yes. But I am. Yeah. I have to hate him he's, he's, because he's so good. I mean, he's just... Mm. I hate the Spurs because growing up as a Maverick fan, like we always went up against the Spurs first in the playoffs and they always beat us because they were just... They're just better. They're just a good, good team. But yeah, Becky Hammond, first woman to coach. I didn't really look into it that hard and the article said it was the first time, so... Yeah, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure that is. Good for her. Yeah. I I yeah, I also like the fact that it was like I when I read that article it was like she took on the role of head coach because Popovich got ejected and Popovich is like you know known as being this like very intellectual very like knows the game of basketball upper tier head coach and so the fact that like she's on staff shows that it wasn't like a a pandering like oh we have a female yeah yeah she was there for a reason she yeah it's like so that's what made it really cool it was almost like oh i don't 
I don't care that she's a female coach. I care that she's a assistant coach for the Spurs. Like that, that enough is already an accolade. And then the female just elevates that. But I yeah, you would think there'd be more women coaches in the NBA. Like I guess there's some now, like even assistant coaches, because it's like basketball is one of those sports where men and women, both levels of it, are pretty popular. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's not like yeah. NFL where there's like very few female players who actually play football. Yeah, that's true. Like NBA, it's like there's a dearth of people that have played for a long time and know how to coach it. Dearth? Yeah, like a lot. Is that a measurement of, is that a unit of measurement for like volume? I'm pretty sure it just means a lot. A scarcity or lack of something. Oh, I'm I'm off. So it's the opposite of yeah. a lot. There was not, there's not a dearth of it. I'm cutting that. It's leaving. It's that's not, not in the episode. There was dearth. A cornucopia. How about that? There was dearth servitude in Mother Teresa's life. There was. There was a lack of that. Uh, yes. Okay. Moving on. You have <laughs> You have a question. I do have a question. And it's a musical question. Oh, okay. And it's kind of go, reaching back a little bit to the holiday season. Mm. The holiday season. Correct. <laughs> this holiday season, for the first time, the Christmas song Last Christmas reached the number one spot on the UK singles chart 36 years after the song's initial release. This set a record for the longest time passed after the release of the song to the song reaching the number one spot on the singles chart. What is the name of the band that sings the song Last Christmas? Mm, I looked this up recently. If someone... Because there was like one hit. There's a lot of one hit wonder Christmas songs where it's right, like that's yeah. their only popular song. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, Mariah Carey's of the musical. Uh, she's not a one hit wonder. I can't name a single one of her other songs. Um, it's not. Is it? It's not Wham. It is Wham. Oh, and is I am, it? Oh. Yes. Nicely done. Congratulations. Thank you. I didn't think it was them. So because Wham actually has some songs, I think that are. Yes. Yeah. I was I was going to say that we could just move on, but I didn't want to leave our listeners hanging on like a yo-yo. Is that a Wham song? Yeah. Wake me up before you go, go. Don't leave me hanging on like a yo-yo. Yeah. It's a Wham song. Oh, okay. That's... I don't yeah. do it justice, but I'm not the lead singer of Wham, so... Who is the lead singer of Wham? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we know our stuff here. Oh, George Michael. Is he the lead singer, though? I don't even know. Okay, it's fine. Let's not get off track here. Uh, okay. Late. That was So that was your last question, right? My last question for you, yes. All right. So now, because we've come to the end of the year 2020, I have some year-in-review type questions. So some of these are things that we talked about already on this podcast, but it's just kind of the highlights of the year, like first time something's happened or like momentous things. So... Let's see how you do. I have six of these. I look forward to hearing. How many do you think you can get out of six? Are these things that I should know or they just happen to be like, like, did you find an article? I found an article of like highlights of the year. Three of them I know for a fact we've talked about on the show already. Then I'm going to say two. Okay. (laughs) Ambitious. I just. Yeah, yeah, two. That's good. I know myself. I'm not. I'm a new realist. year, new you. But this is about last year. Uh, 
For the first time in history, a woman surfed the year's biggest wave. Did you know that? I did not know that. The Brazilian surfer Maya Gabera Gabera rode the wig the, the biggest wave of 2020, becoming the first female with that distinction. The wave off the coast of which country? Which country measured over 73 feet tall? Oh my gosh. That's so much water. 73 feet tall. It's another one that's kind of like the NBA and WNBA. Like, you would think there'd be more. Like, it kind of surprises that it took so long for it to be like this record to be held by a woman. True. Because, like, the ocean doesn't care. Ocean doesn't. Right. It's not like they set up the biggest waves just for men. It's like, it's kind of right, just yeah. random chance. You just got to paddle and hope for the best, I guess. 73 feet tall off the coast of. Well, I know Hawaii is known for their surfing. I know. Ooh, no. Mm. They're more known for sharks, not necessarily surfing. Uh, Australia, maybe? Australia, final guess. Final it's answer. actually, uh, I like the guess. I don't know much about surfing. It's Portugal. Really? Nazare, Nazare, Portugal. Gabera's ride was certified by the World Surf League and Guinness World Records. Next question. That's insane. It's so tall. Go ahead. <laughs> Which K-pop group topped the charts in the United States for the first time? That's BTS. I know my K-pop. As long as that K-pop is BTS. There you go. BTS, South Korean pop group, earned the number one spot on uh, Billboard's Hot 100 Singles chart uh, back in September uh, with their song. Do you know what the name of the song was? Ooh. This isn't, you already got the official point for the question, right? This is um, for pride. Is it Wake Me Up Before You Go Co? As covered by BTS? Have another guess. Take a stab. Mm. Korean pop, pop songs in general. I'm going to guess something like. It's one word. Love. Isn't it, wasn't that like the name of their album or something? I, it's not Probably love. It's, pop. it's not love, but, but the song is called Dynamite. Oh. So there you go. Uh, next question. Back in March, a blind patient in the United States underwent a procedure using which gene editing tool? Oh, we did talk about this. Yeah. Like genetics. I was like, having somebody with like genetic splicing. Mm. Was it like mRNA injection or something like that? It is a, there is an acronym, but you say the acronym as a word almost. Mm. I can't think of it. I don't know. It was called CRISPR. CRISPR. C-R-I-S-P-R. Um, and it was the first time that that technology was used inside a human uh, in a bid to restore the patient's vision. They injected this gene editing tool inside of their the patient's eye to try and correct a uh, genetic disorder that they have. Did it work? Did we ever get a... Uh, so I looked, and I, the, I don't think the results of the trial have been published. So or did the poor homeboy just get stabbed in his eye twice, and they were like, we'll see. Or sorry, or, or maybe dude, we but... won't see. Yeah. <laughs> Then we're just right back where we started. <laughs> Next question. I don't know whether it was successful. I don't think they published the study because I tried to look and I, I didn't see any results. So, um, Saudi Arabia announced in June that the uh, that pilgrims outside of the country would be barred from traveling to the Grand Mosque in Mecca, uh, Islam's holy site, effectively canceling which holy pilgrimage um, for what may be the first time in history. Is it Ramadan? No. Holy pilgrimage. I don't know. I, I think 
I don't know. I'm pretty sure it happens during that time period at least, but I can't think of the actual name of the uh, pilgrimage. It's called the Hajj. Oh, okay. H-A-J-J. No, I didn't know that one. We did, did that discuss happen during, it. Did that happen during... Uh, um, I don't know. I don't think so. I think they are separate. I don't know. Are you looking it up? I'm looking it up right now, yeah. Oh, no, they're they're months apart. <laughs> that makes sense. I, I In my head, they're like two separate things, but I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not Muslim, so... Okay, next question. You seem puzzled. You ready? I am ready, yes. Next question. For the first time in his papacy, Pope Francis indicated support for what? Papacy is what they call it? Papacy, yeah, like... I mean, no, his like presidency, reign. papacy. Yeah, no, I get it. I just have never heard that one. Sounds like poppy seed. Mm. Oh, is it? Well, I think he did two separate things. One was slightly bigger than the other. Um, I think he supported sh- gay marriage, uh-huh. and then he also dedicated. He also stated, without doubt, that all dogs go to heaven. Oh, um, but I'm pretty sure it was the gay marriage thing. I'm, yeah, I'm. Pr- he probably did indicate his support for a lot of things this year, but. Uh, it was same-sex civil unions. Uh, in an interview for a, the documentary Francesco, which is about him, about his life, his papacy, uh, which premiered in October, he spoke about gay people ha- how gay people have the right to be in a family and describe them as children of God. And he is the first pontiff to voice support for civil unions. Interesting. Yeah. Next question. Final question. Whew, I've this gotten one, what? Two. That was my second one. I don't even need the yeah, last one. You got question. two. You got two. This bonus. We don't even need this last question, but give it to um, me anyway. I'm feeling feeling frisky. Times Square was closed to crowds to watch the ball drop for the first time since when? 1941. Um, that is something I have no desire to ever do in my life. If someone invited me to go to New Year's in Times Square, I've heard it's awful. Yeah. Like adults wear diapers so they don't lose their spot in line. Like, nah. I'm going to pass. Yeah. Why not just go to a party anywhere else? <laughs> why not just pee on the street like every other New Yorker? Yeah. Um, I'm going to guess 1919 for the 1920 Spanish flu. You're close. Pretty close. Uh, it was actually since the beginning of the event in 1907. Oh, it had never been closed before? People always... It had never been closed to, yeah, people going into Times Square. Uh, so the event hmm. was first organized by the owner of the New York Times, Adolf Ox in 1907 Ooh. and he arranged for Adolf yeah yeah uh he arranged for a fireworks display and the ball dropping for to commemorate uh, the New York Times being uh headquartered in the building for the first oh, time okay. and they did still have the celebration in the wartime years for World War 1 but it was like more subdued and then they also had it in 1942 and 43, but they didn't have any lights or anything like that because there was a wartime blackout. <laughs> but they still let people into Times Square. So this is the first time that they've actually closed Times Square to the public. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And that's it. That's the year in review. Not a bad year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not too bad, I guess. Good job avoiding all sort of uh, political and COVID questions on the year in review. Uh, yeah, I guess I sort of did. None of those were really well. The Hodge, okay, thank you. <laughs> I tried. I mean, that's not like I, I, I 
looked up a couple different times of like things that happened for the first time 2020 you yeah. know, new things 2020 yeah. yada 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 and like i was only getting like 2020 election things and gotta I like, use I, those booleans i not guess election yeah right. uh very good. So that's the end of the trivia rewrites portion, I think, right? You don't have another question or anything? That's all that I have. So now we're going to go to the mailbag. 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 Dig in the old mailbag. Hmm. So we have one email and one tweet. Our email is from Jem from the uh, Manila again. And Jem says, I just listened to episodes 22 and 23, and I think it's too bad that Hibbs doesn't get more questions correctly. I agree. <laughs> because his research brings out a lot of interesting factoids. Anyway, good job on the podcast. You guys are doing great. And Jim also suggested some hot seat topics. Okay, nice. Five of them. Ooh. We've got Formula One racing. Interesting. Okay. Uh, McDonald's. Ooh. Three, who we just talked about, Pope Francis. Uh, four, dyslexia. That'd be... Hmm. That'd be hard. Yeah. Hmm. And five, Tokyo. I'm sure we're going to get all jumbled up. Tokyo. Uh, yeah, so we appreciate that, Jem. Thanks for the email and thanks for listening. And uh, we'll take a look at those hot seats. Uh, we got a tweet here from Superfan Zach. What do they have to say? Zach says, I take it Hibbs was your social media guy. Like this week's episode with your brother. Uh, and y'all don't sound anything alike. Uh, was way too soon to be talking about the Sounders' loss without bringing up that that was their fourth cup appearance in five years. I believe Zach is a Seattle Sounders fan, and we did talk about them losing. So apologies. We just talked about the news. Not uh, trying to slight you there. And then he suggested some hot seat topics as well. He says, human flight. All right. Frida Kahlo. I mean, I'm glad he specified and not bird flight because that would be a, that's yeah, a lot longer of a topic i think frida kahlo um it's a good topic uh dallas which we already had suggested from clay the show and the city and the Um, city yeah dallas on dallas u.s government branches that could be interesting kind of just like a government quiz let me know i need a two weeks heads up on that one because (laughs) i'm gonna have to study because i'm gonna get so many wrong if i'm in the hot seat for that one and i'm just gonna embarrass myself and then pink floyd Another oh. good one. That's a good one as well. Appreciate those <laughs> emails and tweets. Uh, if you want to send us an email or tweet with uh, suggestions for a hot seat topic or just drop us a line to say hi, our email is triviarewrites at gmail.com and our Twitter handle is at triviarewrites. Pretty kind of dry around here. No nonsense. Yeah. News only. I mean, I just like our, I like our Twitter and our email. It's just trivia rewrites. Well, what would you rather it be? Trivia rewrites nine? No, did what you kind hear of, me? I what said, kind of podcast like would have a nine at the end of their Twitter handle? Not ours. No. That's a nonsense number. <laughs> Only nine, nine, nine. See, see how nonsensical that is? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Do you have anything else to add to the show here? It makes a dearth of sense. Um, I do I'm not. cutting it. I'm cutting it. I'm cutting it out. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> Don't cut that. That was a great joke. Nothing else no, to add? No, I don't have anything else to add. I got nothing else. That was a good good convo. It was a good convo. Um, well, we appreciate everyone out there for listening, especially those I kind of hate listeners. myself right now. I haven't said the word convo since I was like 11, but mm. that happened. 
We Gross. appreciate everyone for listening, especially those listeners who've uh, sent us uh, tweets and emails. We always like getting those. And uh, unless you have something else to add, Hibs, we will talk to you all next week. Take it easy. Take it easy.